0: the clinical podcast series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. Today's episode is from the Binocular Vision and Pediatrics Care channel entitled, Smartphone Gaming Induces Dry Eye Symptoms and Reduces Blinking in School-Aged Children. I'd like to thank our host, Dr. April Jasper, our topical editor, Dr. Mo Plowman, and our topical expert, Dr. Gillian Youngerman. And now, it's my pleasure to begin today's podcast.
1: Welcome everyone, I'm April Jasper and I'm speaking today with Jillian Youngerman. Jillian, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. We're going to have fun today because we're going to talk about a topic that I know you have been looking into yourselves. So before we do though, I want to tell you about Jillian. Jillian completed her OD training at the Southern California College of Optometry before completing a residency in Pediatrics, Vision Therapy and Vision Rehabilitation at the Center for Vision Development Optometry. She is an assistant professor at the Southern California College of Optometry. Today, she will be discussing the June 2022 eye paper entitled, Smartphone Gaming Induces Dry Eye Symptoms and Reduces Blinking in School-Aged Children by Chidi Egboka et al. Okay, here's the big question. Screen time in kids, definitely a hot topic. So what aspect of this topic were the authors exploring with their study?
0: Sure. So for the authors for this study, they were trying to look at the impact of smartphones on healthy school-age children. So what they did was they had them play games on their smartphones for an hour, and they looked at tear film characteristics, blink behavior, and dry eye symptoms kind of before... And then for some of the more clinical characteristics, they actually watched during and then after they assessed as well these different characteristics.
1: All right. Who were the kids included in this study and what testing did they complete? So they had 36 children and they made sure that their visual acuity was 20,
0: 32 or better. They were normal, healthy children that they participated. And then if they had contact lenses, they just asked them to not wear them for 24 hours just to make sure that wasn't a factor influencing right. the outcomes. These children didn't have history of ocular allergies. They didn't take any medication that are known to kind of affect blink rate or affect some of these dry eye symptoms. And they did, they had the children do three different dry eye surveys before and after the hour of smartphone use to look at their kind of perceived, whether they were having dry eye symptoms. Then they looked at tear blink, uh, the tear film characteristics they looked at were lipid layer thickness, the tear meniscus height, and they did a non-invasive T-butt before and after as well, as well as kind of evaluating a blink rate interval and a blink rate and their inter-blink interval as
1: well. So how did all of these tests do when they looked at the before and after performance? So before do it playing their games and then after. Yeah, so I guess
0: Unsurprising to me, this is what I would have guessed as well, (laughs) but the symptoms were greatly increased by the end of the hour. Specifically, the children were reporting that they had increased dryness, increased discomfort, their eyes felt tired. They found that clinically, the blink rate was significantly decreased. And the kind of interesting thing for me, at least, was the baseline blink rate was about 20 blinks per minute. Within one minute of smartphone use, it was down to seven minutes or seven blinks per minute. And that persisted through the whole hour, and so it didn't take oh long my. for their blink rate to slow down quite a bit. They had a similar change in the interblink interval, how long in between blinks, and so I thought that was really interesting. The other interesting thing, though, is that the actual signs, when we look at their eyes, their tear film, meniscus, their lipid layer thickness, those things did not change during mm. the hour of smartphone use, pre and post, very similar. So it didn't necessarily match up with their with their, the signs that they were complaining about.
1: Wow, very interesting. Yeah. So here's the question of the hour. How can optometrists use these findings to better care for their pediatric patients and almost you know, as important, how to counsel their parents?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I get this question every mm-hmm. single day. Hey, tell, tell them that they shouldn't be using screen time, right? How is this <laughs> affecting their eyes? Is this hurting their eyes long term? And I think we can point to, you know, there is evidence suggesting yeah. that smartphone use at least increases dry eye symptoms and decreases blink rate. Now, you know, we haven't seen those signs necessarily, but I think it's always good to have that data to give to our parents. And I think right. that, you know, suggesting maybe some interventions such as taking, you know, frequent breaks. Is it realistic to say no smartphone use at all? That might be tricky, but at least more frequent breaks potentially could help improve things. But I think the other thing that we know from the study is that there's just so much more to learn, so much more we need to know about children. Dry eye, I think sometimes it was thought that children don't have dry eye. And I think that they are showing symptoms, especially with this smartphone use after the pandemic, we're just, you know, ourselves and our children are spending so much time on digital devices. So there's just so much more to learn about it.
1: I'm so glad that we see people doing research in these areas because it isn't fun or easy to be the optometrist that's trying to answer these questions without real information. So I love it. And thank you for bringing it to us, Jillian. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me and for asking me about this kind of hot topic here. Yes.
0: And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.